Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One of the world's most widely used classes of drugs could significantly increase your risk of suffering a heart attack. That's according to a new study by researchers at Stanford University in California and published in PLOS One this week. Nick Leeper and Nigam Shah used a computer programme to identify patients who were using so-called proton pump inhibitors, or PPIs. These block stomach acid production, so they're very useful for treating conditions like heartburn. But there might be some serious side effects, as Nick Leeper explains. We looked at almost 3 million different patients, and in total, 16 million clinical notes and 1 trillion different data points. And we used Dr. Shaw's new bioinformatics and natural language processing approaches, which allowed our machines to actually read the clinical notes from these patients' hospital visits and clinic visits. The way that our algorithms are set up are such that they can identify patients who are prescribed a drug for a given indication, and then it can look forward in time to try to see if there may be a direct link to cardiovascular disease. And is there? Well, indeed, we found a pretty significant association. In each of three different data sets, we observed anywhere from about a 16 to 21% increase in risk in heart attack with PPI use. Now, this isn't just because people who are on a PPI, and this is not payment protection insurance, we should emphasise to people, people who are taking this class of agents, they're coming into contact with a doctor more often, aren't they? Because they need to be monitored, they need to have repeat prescriptions. Is it not just possible that someone could have looked at them and thought, hmm, you look like a a possible sitter for a heart attack, why don't we just check you out for cardiac problems as well? And they're more likely to be picked up compared with people in the general population who don't go and see a doctor because they haven't got heartburn. Well, that's a great point. You know, we always worry about confounding with this type of a study. However, we did try to control for this. For example, We looked at patients who were put on H2 blockers or antihistamines, which is an alternative treatment for acid reflux. Now, if we assume that a patient is as likely to be put on a PPI as an H2 blocker, it's interesting that we found this strong association with heart attack for PPI use, but we saw no risk whatsoever for those patients who were put on H2 blockers. So to us, this suggests that the risk may be specific for this class of drugs. Many of these are now available over the counter. And that's one of the things that really frightens us, because this was actually one of the most commonly prescribed classes of drugs in the United States and worldwide. It's also known that many patients take these medicines for much longer than the recommended treatment duration, suggesting that they may be exposed to excess risk. You must have therefore done the calculations based on the statistics you've cited of how many people are using these agents. So how many excess heart attacks could be happening because of people using these drugs? Well, that's a difficult question to answer because every person will have their own baseline risk for heart attack. Clearly, if somebody has diabetes and smokes and has already had a heart attack, they're going to be a higher risk than a person with none of those risk factors. However, we do know that in the United States, at least, somebody will have a heart attack every 34 seconds. It's well known to be the leading cause of death in the United States and probably worldwide. 
And so if we're talking about something on the order of a 15 to 20% increase in heart attack risk, this probably will amount to a significant uh, impact on public health. People listening to this who fall into that risk bracket then, they're taking one of these drugs. What message should they take away from what you're saying? Because I suspect they're going to be quite worried now. Well, we're not necessarily recommending that people change their clinical care at this point. Before we can be certain that this association is also a causal relationship, we need to do a prospective clinical trial. However, we do recommend that patients consider talking with their physicians. We think it's important to review their personal risk-benefit profile and determine how much these medicines are helping them and how much risk they're willing to accept. We know that many patients derive tremendous benefit from this class of drugs if they have severe acid reflux disease or peptic ulcer disease. It's also known that these can uh, ameliorate the risk of esophageal cancers. But for many of us who might be taking this just for a little bit of heartburn and maybe taking it in an unsupervised fashion for a long period of time, well, in those people, the risk-benefit profile might be different. 